Hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapers TV show and podcast. I am your host, Christine Inez, and I'm delighted to have the beautiful Natasha joining me. Welcome, lovely. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Like, I've actually been following you for quite a while, um, you know, on social media. And I really do love what you're doing because you're very heart-centered and, you know, have obviously, you know, built this incredible business. But do you want to just take some time and sort of introduce yourself to everybody and tell us a little bit about you and what you do? Yeah, for sure. So thank you for following me, first of all. Um, So my name is Natasha Opit and I'm the founder of Bliss Unity and I specialize in helping coaches really get consistent clients and so they can be fully booked doing what they love. And I'm doing this by utilizing the power of the subconscious mind and also utilizing simple social media strategies. So that's pretty much what I'm focusing on by utilizing a lot of you know, the strategy, the actual part, but also psychology based behind. I love it. I love it so much. And that's just, there's so much really to talk about, but one of the things that I really love to get to know about people is obviously talking about, you know, what the journey has been like for you starting a business, because I think a lot of people have a perception of what it is going to be. Um, but then reality is, is that, you know, it's not always <laughs> exactly the same. So if we can just sort of like, I guess in a way I say, take the filter off a little bit and let's just sort of talk about what your journey has been like with starting your business. Yeah, for sure. So I remember I went to a personal development event, actually my very first one. And in that event, I was sitting there and was discovering my values. I had no idea what it actually was. But as I was writing down and got really clear about what's actually important to me, I've realized that I wanted to become a coach. And at that point, I just realized what coaching actually was. And I found that this is the most amazing idea because I love personal development. I love coaching well i just discovered it but i also love how you can combine it with your passion and i'm so passionate about business and marketing so i just made the decision at that point like that's what i want to do and i knew from that exact moment there's nothing else i wanted to do so i went on the journey got my sort of um, coaching certification got so excited about this like opportunity and then obviously you see online all the people who are showing you the you know, the highlight reels of what it's like to be a coach. Like you work from home, you work online, you can create your own income, like all these things. And I was like, that's what I want. So I went on the journey that just went full on in, like starting my online business, doing all the things like content creation, videos, like showing up, all these things, definitely overcoming a lot of my inner doubts and inner beliefs. One of the biggest belief or limiting belief I really had was about my accent. And I'm pretty sure that anyone who's not a native speaker from the English language can resonate with that. So that was one of the biggest hurdles that really held me back for so long, just in order to show up. So I put so much time and effort in order to override this like feeling of not enough, right? And I'm pretty sure even if you don't have an accent, you may have another limiting belief that teaches you or tells you that you're not enough for whatever reason, right? We always have that. Um, so that was pretty much the main struggle I always had and this unconscious feeling or this unconscious thought of like not feeling enough, right? There were always these thoughts that are coming up and saying like, oh, this is not going good enough and this is not good enough. Um, they were always giving you different reasons. And that was like pretty much one of the biggest struggles and definitely the biggest thing that was actually holding me back. So 
overcoming that and taking the actions regardless, taking the action regardless was definitely really important. However, that feeling was still quite strong because it's, I, I kind of I like to call it a habit now. Like it's, it's just, it's just a habit. Like we are programmed from our childhood or whatever, but we just created this belief, like one set of rules that it tells us like, you're just not good enough, right? It's made up. It's not true. It's just there. And it, because of the repetition, it's pretty much dicta- um, dictating our life. So one of the ways I tried to override it was with learning a lot, studying, learning, which was actually quite good. So, cause most of the time you always feel this feeling of not good enough is a bad thing, but I, it actually served me quite well because I've learned so much in the process. I may have not really jumped into that, that deep if I wouldn't have it. Right. So it's not necessarily something bad. Obviously you have to find a way how you can work with it instead of it holding you back. Um, but then what I realized for me was I was doing all the action steps, right? I was doing everything that all the people are telling me to do, right? I was showing up, I created content. I was providing value. I started talking to people, like all these things, but I still struggle to sign clients, which was really weird. And even when I looked outside and obviously <laughs> everyone does it because you kind of compare yourself to others and you see it as like, they don't not necessarily have something that I don't have. Like everything they were teaching is like, I know this, I teach this as well, I can do this but the results were still lacking. And this was a really hard point for me because you have this inner feeling that there's some magic pill, how I like to call it, out there that you just don't have. And you just keep buying program after program, course after course, just in order to get towards this magic pill. And it's a really frustrating path. And then you get into this new program, it's like, I kind of get it, but it's why is it still not working? And that because you said no filter, that actually led me down into a quite deep path of depression. And I want to be completely honest with you because I knew that building up my coaching business was something that I'm so passionate about. And as I said before, I made the decision, there's nothing else I wanted to do. And I did have those thoughts of giving up multiple times, but then it was always followed with, well, what else am I going to (laughs) do? And there was nothing else I could fill in. So for me, there was this strong conviction like that's what i wanted to be doing so during this time in order to make some money um i actually just worked in a cafe because i wanted to have still enough time in order to show up and working on my business so it wasn't this really hard financial struggle and this entire journey just led me down into this depression path of working in a cafe making coffees like something that i I like coffees, drinking coffees, but, but not necessarily make them for a living, right? Like I didn't want to be a barista. I wanted to be a coach. So there was this constant struggle and that went on for a couple of years, which was really hard and frustrating for me. And then when I went to Germany to visit my family again, I remember this one time when I just visited my brother and I went downstairs of his apartment and I just broke down in tears because I just couldn't hold it together anymore. Cause I just had no idea how I'm going to make my business work. But I also knew at the other side, there's nothing else I wanted to do. So it wasn't this really hard, frustrating point, but I didn't want my family to know. I didn't want them to know like how much I was really struggling. They just see me as Natasha's living in Australia, running her own business, all these things. Right. And I was like dying inside because of this shame and guilt that comes underneath when you do take the action 
but you're not seeing a result. So what was for me was the biggest realization I actually had. And that was by realizing that I wasn't fully committed to my business. And it was a really tough pill to swallow. Because even if you hear the journey, it sounds like I was committed because no matter what I was doing, I was still stuck with it, but I wasn't fully committed. I was still working on the part on a part site at the cafe, which is fine, right? You can totally do that. But in my mind, there was also always this safety, like that's how I make my money and not from a business. This is not all in commitment. I'm going to make this work no matter what. There were lots of, you know, when you have that feeling of not feeling good enough, not feeling like it, when you just don't show up. And I went to a lot of feast and famine, like showing up and then going down, showing up and going down. And that was all because of this actually really strong commitment that was lacking. And that's what I've been seeing with a lot of coaches as well. And it's, it, I know it's not the funniest thing because when I first came over it, I was just like, no, of course I am committed to my business. Of course I am, right? Like that's the thing I love. But in fact, I wasn't. And being really brutally honest with myself was actually the thing that allowed me then to step it up. And commitment is one of the most transformative things you can experience, especially in business, like any kind of goal achievement, commitment is the first step. Because if you are committed, if you're committed to do whatever it takes, you will achieve your goal, no matter what, right? So you're not going into the excuses of, I don't feel like it, I'm not good enough, whatever, all these excuses are. But commitment, like taking on this commitment was something I couldn't do on my own. Like a coach actually helped me to do it. And that's the the, the, the feeling or the assumption a lot of people are having that they always think they have to do it on their own. But there's so many things that I simply could not do it. I wouldn't even be aware that I wasn't fully committed. Mm-hmm. So when I came across this journey with my coaching, it was a, a mindset coach actually, because I had all the strategy in place. I was taking all the actions, but my mindset wasn't in, in check, right? And he started off with his commitment and then really changing my entire mind completely reprogrammed it was a really intense uh, process but I, I stopped watching netflix i stopped consuming anything else and focused on repeating the same videos and watching the same message over and over and over again like it was quite intense however what i discovered in this journey is that you know when we say that our thoughts creating our reality no, I'm not sure about you, but if you're interested in that. Like, oh, I'll go for it because it's, okay. I love it. I love okay, it. cool. <laughs> cool. So you love manifestation, right? And, and law of attraction. And I totally knew there was something true. Like I, I totally believed it's working, but I didn't really believe it's working for me because <laughs> it wasn't. So, and that was one of the struggles. Like how can I, can there other people like take, having all these amazing results, but I don't, I wasn't seeing the, I wasn't seeing the results for myself. Like what are they doing so differently? If it states that our thoughts are creating a reality, right? It's such a simple sentence. And so many times I feel like it's way too easy. Can't be that easy, right? Otherwise it would be working. You would just think, right? Just think the way you want into, into your life, right? So what I discovered is the biggest issue that no one really talks about with the law of attraction or manifestation because our thoughts do create our reality. However, we imagine 
we think freely, but we actually don't. So understanding that our thoughts are not freely, we can freely choose them. Our thoughts are actually bind. They're actually already kind of reprogrammed. Like there is a thinking system in place and whatever you want to create outside of that thinking system is impossible. So by really going deep and understanding and really studying and learning how the mind works and really how we can create literally anything with the power of our mind, that then I discovered that obviously we have our thoughts and our thoughts are contained with our beliefs. And a lot of coaches know this, right? Our beliefs are dictating our life, our results, right? If you can think or you can try to direct your thoughts in a certain way, however, your beliefs are stronger. They're holding them in place, right? You can think, um, you can try to think that you're enough, but your belief is strong of not being good enough. And a lot of coaches know this. However, what they don't know is that our beliefs are also contained. And it was like a really big epiphany for me. So we have our thoughts and our thoughts are contained from our beliefs. However, what sets the boundaries of our beliefs and therefore our thoughts is our identity. More important, our unconscious identity, how we see ourselves, like our self-image, who we think we are. And that is something on a deep unconscious and subconscious mind programmed within us that you can work on your thoughts, that you can work on your beliefs and still not see the results because your unconscious identity, or I like to call it the subconscious identity, literally, is someone else. So in my unconscious identity, I was the person who struggles. It was so programmed within me. So even then, when I actually started signing more clients, I remember that feeling when I felt like, this is so weird. Why am I not struggling with money anymore? I was calculating my, my income and, and, and just like, why, what, like, is it, that's the thing now? Like it, it's working. But in my mind, I remember I was talking to my friend because I had like some huge success with some kind of pose and they signed like really high ticket clients. It was amazing. And I was talking to my friend and I said to her, it's, it feels weird instead of actually being excited about it. Right. And feeling good because I was so in the habit of struggling that it was part of my identity. And Maxwell Moll, he's the author of Psycho-Cybernetics. It's a book that sold over 30 million copies. And in this book, he says that our self-image sets the boundary for our accomplishments. So you can't achieve anything in your life when your self-image dictates something different. So what happened for me, uh, some of the clients, they just jumped off. They decided, no, I don't want to build my business right now. And I went back into struggling because I was in the habit of it. And that's who I was, my subconscious identity. So as I just, obviously I just realized it all afterwards, but when I was working with a coach and realizing the importance of the subconscious identity and really working towards that, results were coming easily. I started signing more and more clients and I was almost surprised, but because I was doing so much mindset work, because my old identity was so strong that I needed a lot of repetition a lot of repetition to start to identify myself as a 40 book coach. And that is one of the things I started applying in my business and with my clients as well, because I can see that so many coaches, they're not struggling that then because they're not showing up or they're not caring or they're not good at what they do. It's because of that subconscious identity. And without that, it's literally 
impossible to create anything else. It's like this rubber band, right? You want to run into one direction, but this rubber band pulls you back. And a good analogy can use is the thermostat. But the thermostat is, it's, it's set in your accomplishments and how much money you make, your love life, everything pretty much. So your, your, the thermostat is your self-image. And if you have that thermostat at whatever income level you're at, it allows you 10% a plus or minus like that's the differentiation it, it sees like the difference you can achieve pretty much in your life or how much change you can see because what happens is if you go above it you literally your nervous system calls you back and it's mm-hmm. an alarm system because it's outside of who you think you are it's outside of your identity and our identity is so linked to safety and your brain will always, always, always number one priority, make sure that you're safe, right? It's linked to survival. So even if you are going to have more money, sign more clients, have the results, but you're not there, some weird things will happen that you miss opportunities that something will mess up. You don't sign that client. Like weird things will happen just in order to keep you safe, which is not really safe. It's just familiar. That's really what it is. So what we have to do is we have to increase the thermostat so that you then can achieve these results faster and in a way that you feel certain about it. So that's pretty much. I love it. I love it so much because it it really is. And I can identify with so much of that because honestly, like obviously through my journey, you know, a lot of a lot of it does come down to the way that we do see ourselves. And I had to shift myself to say that I was no longer broken, broken and, and all of that. It literally was going that, hey, I survived this and look at what I can do and look what I can achieve and what I've learned from it. Because shifting from that allows you then to be open to, like you said, new possibilities and new um like ideas, like everything just started to open up because I didn't want to sit where I thought I was or how Mm -hmm. I, you know, would talk about myself and that self-talk and it's not, and even when I was talking to friends, oh, I feel so broken. Well, if you're going to say it, well, then you're going to feel it. And then of course, then it's a repetitive cycle. So I really love what you're doing. And that's one of the things like we're just about to launch a program um, where we're literally taking businesses to create them to, it's called the corporate Kickstarter to launch them in, you know, online in 60 days. And one of the things that we do is coaching to set them up for success because so many people, they're like, oh, yeah, I want it. I'm like, going, okay, well, wanting it, doing the action. But like you said, if you don't have that right mindset, because business really is 80% mindset, and if you're not in that right mindset and ready to receive, you know, everything that's coming to your way, you're going to self-sabotage yourself and self-sabotage your business as well. 100%. And it really comes because mindset is this word that gets thrown around, right? You can journal and call it mindset. However, it's really the art of mastering your mind, like really becoming in charge of these thoughts that you actually can choose the thoughts consciously so that you can create your reality with your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that you said, and there's a, I'm a, I really explored, you know, obviously law of attraction a lot a couple of years ago. And I thought, okay, this is really great. So yes, like you said, all I got to do is think about this and this is going to happen. But one of the big things that I found is that 
if you don't take the action yourself, it's never going to become a reality. So I created a quote and it says dreams plus actions equal reality because you need all of those for everything to become together. So it's all great for us to sit there and we're going to dream it and, and all of that. But if you're not going to take those action steps and those action steps, and like for me, it's about, you know, talking the way that I want to talk, like, you know, setting myself up for success in, in a day. It's about, you know, doing and walking my talk, you know, what I say to my clients, I do myself as well. And those are these action takers that I need to put in place for me for everything to become a reality. Is that something that you found? Like it, you really do have to, you know, you can dream and I want people to dream big because I think sometimes, like you said, we are so limited of what we think is actually possible. But unless you take that action, it's not going to happen. It's not going to become reality. And I'm so glad you're saying that because that is the struggle I came across as well. When you dive into this law of attraction manifestation and you hear a lot of people say like not taking action, it's all about the mind. But it's not because even if you look at one of the most successful manifestation coaches out there, they're still taking the action. They're still showing up. So it's more important like how we reframe the action in terms of struggling, right? It's more important the intention behind the action. And what I like to say is that the action is your identity made visible because you can think and identify all day long as a successful coach. But if you're not taking the action and showing up as a successful coach, you are not really worked on your mindset. So then it's, it's pretty much the end result of how much mindset you have actually done. And I like that you're utilizing both. I actually have a formula for like three things. So it's the identity, right? Like how you think about yourself, the implementation, right? Taking action, the effort you're putting in, and then also multiply the, by the actual intellect, meaning what kind of skills do you actually have? How much do you actually know about what you do? Because yes, you can focus on your mind, you can take the action, but if you have no idea about marketing or about the sales or all that stuff, it's like, like it's not going to happen. So the, the combination of those three things are crucial and you need to have all of them. So what's more important when people are coming across and having that struggle with, but what's the action part? Is it like, can I just, just think about it and dream and it comes? And it's more important, you will feel inspired to take the action because there's not the resistance anymore. The resistance is your old identity holding you back because that's not who you are. But if you're truly stepping into that identity, you want to show up because that's what you are, right? Because it's, we always say, we always identify with what we're doing, right? You can see when people ask them what you're doing for a living, they say, I am a manager. I am a coach, right? We always identify with what we're doing. So therefore cutting off the doing wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, you always still want to do it. It's more about what are the intention behind it and all these, is, is there resistance behind it? And the identity and all that mindset law of attraction helps you to get rid of the, rid, rid of the resistance so you can take the action and it's fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And, you know, it's really interesting because like, like my business itself is like rapidly moving. So now I'm actually going, okay, well, 
I'm not just the corporate escapist. Like, what is this that I'm associated with and where do I actually see the business going? So now it's I, you know, changing that, like you said, the identity behind who I am to really be able to drive the business even further as well. And I think it's really essential that, um, like, as I start talking to people as well, is that we need to remember that we also need to do that sort of process within ourselves constantly because we are constantly evolving as we learn new things and we either shift or pivot or we want to expand business or even just do different things in life having that reassessment to like you said reassess who our identity is because it's okay to change and I think a lot of people don't give themselves permission enough to make those changes or allow themselves to change because it's nice to be all comfortable wrapped up in the blanket but you know, if we want change, if we want to expand, we need to also give ourselves permission. Like, do you find that a lot of people are stuck because they don't allow themselves to do it? Yeah, for sure. And that's a struggle as soon as this unfamiliarity comes in, which is pretty much outside of your comfort zone, meaning, yes, it does require you to be uncomfortable. However, the more you do it, it will be comfortable right you it will be familiar like that's really what it is and when you understand the mind and the brain more it helps you to identify what's really coming on like what's what's really going on instead of saying this is not good or i have a bad feeling or it doesn't work it's more in terms of oh that's my old identity kicking me in wanting to keep me safe it's like no now i take control and not let my unconscious paradigm control me but i am going to get to choose what i want to do and that's because it does require this uncomfortable feeling to overcome it the first time and a couple of times until it becomes familiar that's the reason well, you have to be committed because without the commitment, it's so easy to fall back. But the commitment is the thing that allows you to stay and say yes to the uncomfortableness. Because you can agree, like every single thing that you want to create new in your life, mm. you have to step outside of your comfort zone. And that's literally the thing, like the commitment that allows you to actually get there. And without it, you will stay in the comfort zone. Like we're all only human beings. It's just like, that's how we programmed. So you need to find a bigger reason, right? And what I like to say is there will be always some kind of resistance when you want to try something new. And it's not necessarily resistance in terms of this is not aligned, right? Like how sometimes we're using these words, like, oh, it's just not in alignment. It's like, no, you're just afraid. <laughs> but when your reason is bigger than resistance, you will do it. And that's something that we have to make sure in our mind that we have to create this reason and make it bigger than the resistance and not just waiting for it or because I'm a huge fan of taking responsibility and not just saying, well, but I am afraid. Okay. So what can you do to make that reason bigger? Like find all the reasons and look for the arguments, like start building arguments for yourself so that you, so that you will take the action towards it. I love that so much because it really is true. Like when we get uncomfortable, we say no. And it's so easy to say no because of the fact that we just don't want to feel the fear. We don't want to feel the anxiety, whatever is coming up. But a lot of the times it's either, you know, we've listened to something or, you know, it's been a bad experience. But as you shift into the new you, then sometimes we have to go around it. Like, for example, this year I went up in a helicopter. Now, I am so scared of heights, but I literally had to say to myself, it's okay, you're going to be scared and it's okay, you're probably 
probably going to cry. You're probably going to scream, which I did the whole entire time. And, um, you know, which is okay, but I had to feel it and actually just tell myself that this is what's going to happen. Like you're going to feel all of this sort of stuff. And in a way it sort of allowed the emotions to be even more heightened, which I, you know, if you were there, um, they really were. Um, and I do feel sorry for um, my partner's son that was sitting beside me because he heard me screaming the whole way. Um, but yeah, you know, if you don't feel it and don't talk about it, then you're never going to address it and push yourself even further. And then at the end of it, I'm like going, oh, okay, well, I probably may actually do it again. I may mm. feel that way, but yeah. it won't be as bad because as you said, you start getting used to that new level, that new you as well. Yeah, 100%. And because the first time is always the hardest because your brain literally thinks unfamiliar equals dangerous, <laughs> unsafe, you're going to die. And when you actually overcome this feeling, endure it and teach your brain, hey, I'm still alive, it wasn't as bad. Yeah. Now the second times and the third times and all these other times, they are going to be so much easier. hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Look, I just, I love what you're doing. And I think it's so needed, especially for people who are, you know, stepping into creating a business for themselves because, you know, choosing who you want to be that realizing that new identity and stepping into it, it is very difficult. So having someone like you to, you know, work with and, you know, to do that, tell us just about like one of the programs that you offer at the moment to, for people to work with you. Yeah. So one of my signature signature program is the dream client formula, which is pretty much the entire package, eight modules around helping coaches, either, even if they're just starting out or they've been struggling for quite some time, to really show them how to sign clients consistently. In the first module, it's all about your mind mastery. It's about where we go into the identification, going to the subconscious mind, reprogramming it. And more importantly, I'm giving you the exact action steps, pretty much in every single module, to do consistently to really have the reprogramming because there was this one when i came across the subconscious mind i still didn't know how i'm actually going to do it and when you have a clear plan that shows you exactly what you're going to do it allows you so much to follow through because it's always this overwhelm right that helps you but by setting this module up with the mindset which pretty much is in, in every single module combined um but it sets you up to step into that fully booked identity to allow yourself to get into the opportunity so that we can then work on the specific action steps on defining your dream client, setting up your signature service, building your audience attraction thing, um, doing converted conversations, magnetizing marketing and so forth sales. Like it's pretty much the entire package. It helps people to go from wherever they are, like even zero clients to getting fully booked with dream clients. That's amazing. So, yeah, I really, I really love this program. I really love the amazing results my clients are getting. So they start signing clients in little as two weeks or one week and then signing clients every single week, which wasn't possible before. Even if they've been working for like three years on their business and mm -hmm. haven't signed clients by joining it, they have a clear plan. They know exactly what to do. And having the social media strategy in place that requires no Facebook ads, right? You don't need to invest in any kind of ads. It's pretty much utilizing organic marketing, utilizing your message and doing it in a non-sleazy way, but getting in charge, becoming in charge of your business so that you know exactly what you need to be doing in order to sign clients. And that is 
one of the best, like one of the most important parts. Because when you know, when you truly know how to sign clients, you won't be struggling anymore. Because you can be lucky and sign one or two clients and feel like good, but if you have no idea how to do it again, that feeling of not enough with the struggle will still be there. Yeah, definitely. I just want to say thank you so much because I, I really do love what you're doing and I think it is so needed and especially so many people are actually going to be start stepping into the coaching sort of realm, you know, and creating a business. So I'm going to put all the details of how they can reach out to you and connect with you and, you know, um, you know, to work with you as well. So thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, look, I want to ask you one last question before we go. What is the one word that you will be taking into 2021? Oh, that's a really good way. I, it actually came to me the other day. And that is for me, leveling up. Love it. Yeah. Love it so much. I can't wait to see what you're bringing into 2021. Thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate all your wisdom and knowledge that you, you like shared with us today. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Christine. Uh, thank you to everyone who has watched this episode of the Corporate Escapers TV show and podcast. I am your host, Christine Innes. Please remember to follow your passion and to live life to the fullest every single day. Love and light to you all. Mm-hmm.